This is the Jewish Prayer Podcast. I'm Scott Kahn. This year is dedicated in memory of Mayor Ben Todras. We're going to be studying the 11th Kina from Tisha B'Av, Vaikonen Yermiyahu Al Yoshiahu. The opening line is a quote from Divri Hayamim Bet, Parak Lamed Hay, Pasuk Kaf Hay. There we are told the Yermiyahu Anavi, along with all of Israel, lamented the death of King Yoshiahu. Who was this king? His father, Amon, was extremely wicked and ruled for only two years. His grandfather, Menashe, ruled for 55 years and was emblematic of the evil king. In fact, in Sefer Shoftim, his name is used specifically with reference to someone who worshipped Avodah Zarah. Menashe put Avodah Zarah on the Beit HaMikdash. The Navi reports that he filled Yerushalayim end-to-end with innocent blood. The Navi offers a long list of all the terrible things that Menashe did. Out of this environment, after 57 years of almost complete evil, Yoshiahu was crowned at the age of eight. Eighteen years later, a Sefer Torah was found during repairs to the Beit HaMikdash. Yoshiahu had never even seen one before, and it happened to be open to the Tochecha, the chastisements. The king read it and tore Kriya. At that moment, he decided to repent and to bring all of the nation along with him. Yoshiahu brought all of the people together to hear the words of the Torah he had found. Together, the king and the people committed themselves to following it completely. He removed the Avodah Zarah from the Beit HaMikdash. He renewed the bringing of the Korban Pesach, such that more people brought it during his reign than at any point since the days of Shmuel HaNavi, hundreds of years earlier. Listen to the words of the Navi in Melachim Bet, Perakaf Gimel, Pasuk Kafhe, and Kaf Vav. And like him, there was never before a king who returned to God with his whole heart, his soul, and all of his might, according to the entire Torah of Moshe, and afterwards no one rose again like him. However, Hashem did not retreat from his great anger that Hashem was angry against Yehuda because of all of the anger which had been caused by Menashe. This last pasuk foreshadows the tragic fact that the people's repentance was not wholehearted. Seventy-five years of neglect, fifty-five of his grandfather, two of his father, and the first eighteen years of his own reign weren't so easily overcome by this new repentance movement. The Kina reads, for example, Davakbo Avon Hador, Asher Achar Hadelet Kamulisdor. The sin of the scoffers stuck to him, those who concealed idols on the inside of their doors. In other words, the Midrash says that people pretended not to worship idols anymore. However, they would hide them behind their doors, such that when the doors were open, people couldn't see them, but when they were closed, the idol would be there. Yoshiahu couldn't accept that the people were not truly righteous with tragic results. Paronacho of Egypt was fighting Assyria, and he wanted to pass through Yehuda. The king, Yoshiahu, believing that the people had reached a high level of righteousness, refused him passage, counting on the divine promise that when the people do as God commands, no other nation will be able to pass through the land of Israel. Yoshiahu therefore went to fight Paronacho to prevent him from entering Eretz Israel. And as a result of his mistaken faith in the people, Yoshiahu, the last hope of the people before the destruction and Galut Bavel, was killed at Megiddo. 
because he was so great and because his death ended all pretense of public repentance, it was exceedingly painful and tragic. In Divri Hayamim Bet, Perak Lamed Hay, Pasuk Kafdalad and Pasuk Kaf Hay, we read, V'chol Yehuda v'yushalayim mit'ablim al Yoshiahu. All of Yehuda and Yushalayim mourn for Yoshiahu. Ma'ikonen yermiahu al Yoshiahu. V'yamru kol asarim v'asarot b'kinotehem al Yoshiahu ad hayom. V'yitnum l'chok al Yisrael v'inam ketuvim al kinot. And Yermiahu lamented Yoshiahu, as did all of the various officers in their lamentations on Yoshiahu until today, and they placed it as a law for Israel. And they are written in the book of Kinot. Rashi comments that the fourth parak of Migilat Echa is the Kinah the Yermiahu composed upon the death of Yoshiahu. Because the idea of lamenting Yoshiahu was established by the prophets, this is likely the most important of all the Kinot. Rav Salvechik says that there are three reasons that a kina for Yoshiahu was incorporated into Megillat Echa. First of all, it teaches that not only national destruction, but individual death as well is terrible. Every individual is important and must be lamented. Secondly, Yoshiahu was an unusually great tzaddik and teacher. And third of all, his death was Act 1 of the Chorban. Once Yoshiahu left the stage, the ultimate destruction was inevitable. Thank you for joining me on the Jewish Prayer Podcast.